Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Afternoon to you. Welcome. It's the Laurie and Julia show on my talk on everything entertainment. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. She'll be back on Monday. And I believe it's time for... Well, yeah, this is time for another Royal Report. Yes, oh. we, we didn't get to it yesterday. Hello, lovelies. Hello, lovelies. Hello, lovelies. Hello, lovelies. <laughs> All right, what do, you, what do you got for us today? Okay. Uh, you know what? This Dicky Arbiter is a burr in my bottom, or whatever the saying is. Who the hell is, is Dicky Arbiter? Arbiter, he used to be the Queen's go-to communications guy for oh. over... He left the Queen's service... In 2000, though, okay? Now, it's... That's almost 20 years ago. 20 years ago, okay? And he has spent the last 19 years since he left the Queen's, being the communication guy, as a royal commenter and generally a fly in the royal ointment of anything that the tabloids want to run with, okay? How improper. I know Prince Charles doesn't like Dickie. Arbiter. Just oh boy. The name itself. And our Dickie yeah. strikes Dickie. me as extremely old school. Donnie, look up and see how old he is. But uh, what's he, like, his last name? Arbiter. A A R B I T. Well, he's, he's no arbiter of anything. No, I know. He's seventy nine. Oh, yeah, so, I knew okay, he was. You, he d- just seems like the old school kind of guy who thinks only what the queen. If the queen does it. Great. If anyone else does it, it's, you know, he's gobsmacked and clutching his royal pearls. <laughs> so he's been chiming in a lot over everything, Meghan Markle. Oh my gosh, of course. He chimed in about how tacky it was, about the baby shower in New York, oh, which her friends paid for. He threw shade on Harry because Harry plans on taking paternity leave, oh. which William did. Modern fathers do this, Dickie. Yes. So why is he throwing shade on Harry for doing this? Because he, if the queen doesn't do it, he doesn't like it. So here's what's new. Dickie continues to tell us fun and new and exciting ways, basically for Meghan Markle to know her place. Because as I have said before, I think a lot of this stuff is completely racial because Meghan Markle is biracial American and divorced. Right. Clutch your pearls. So he is, here's what he said today, speaking to Nine News Australia. Oh. He said, "Um, what Megan has got to do is forget she is on the red carpet of show business. She is now on the crimson carpet of monarchy. Oh, please. (laughs) Dickie, come on. He also (laughs) reminds her to... Remember her pecking order? He says she plays a supporting role, not just to Harry, but to the Queen as well. And that she needs to respect royal staff and stop trying to be so clever. What? Because she's in charge of her own communications. 
So he says she doesn't have a person like him. That's right. Taking responsibility for her communication. He said, uh, uh, let's see. Yes, there are officials there. Yes, maybe one or two or maybe three or four. I don't know. Who might not like the way Megan operates. Okay, do you love that? That he says, okay, there's one, two, three. Okay, four. (laughs) Okay, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's what that says to me. And he says she has got to think about how she's going to operate. And the way she's going to operate is to listen to the officials. Listen to the communication secretary and operate under their advice. Don't try and be clever. Don't try and do things yourself. She was very smart to set up her own office and her own people. Of course she was. I think she pretty much realized, I can't trust anybody in this joint. No, because nobody... Yeah, I may be kind of welcome here, but at the same time, I'm very much not. And as for the idea that Megan is trying to upstage the queen, didn't we see these storylines played out with some of these royal clutch the pearl courtiers about princess diana yes of that course she was we always did. trying to yes. upstage the queen that yes. became the diana show mm-hmm. they called it and blah blah well, blah. and it's not no she is not trying to deliberately upstage the queen it is that she's she, not going to put up with the small petty racist bs that's happening behind the scenes thank you yeah. exactly and she has her own agency yeah. And she has lived with her own agency for decades. Yeah. And that she's going to automatically give it up. Yeah, I know. The crimson carpet of the monarchy. <laughs> that is just my enough. favorite. I mean, <laughs> look, I am looking at the crimson carpet of the monarchy and I'm looking at Fussy Charles and Fussy Camilla oh, oh, and their oh, oh, tour oh, oh, of oh, oh. Cuba. But they're having so much fun. They're dancing and drinking rum and I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't yeah. party yeah, yeah, with yeah, good yeah. old Chuck and Cammy. I just Cammy? Cammy I mean, I love that. Yeah, you know. All right. And then I will just say the other thing that's causing people, and maybe this is why Dickie got on with Nine News Australia, because last week there was this story going around that would have just died on the vine. Okay. Now the story is both dying and has gotten dishier. And that was a story over the weekend. They were calling it, um, it's basically about the group of aristocrats and royals and merely wealthy friends who live in Norfolk, England, mm-hmm. which is where William and Kate have their country home, blah, uh, blah, blah. Okay. And um, they call it the Turnip Toffs. Oh, dear. Is what the set, the jet set crowd <laughs> there. Ugh. And there was a story about Kate Middleton wanting to phase out this woman uh, and her husband, who, and this woman, her name is uh, Rosie Han. Hanbury, the Mar- Marchioness of Clumley. The what? The Mar- Marchioness. Okay, I don't know what that is. I, well, I don't know. It's like <laughs> a baronet. Something of, like that. M-A- that. That sounds like a sword, Lori. I know, yeah. uh, but it's called M-A-R-C-H-I-O-N-E-S-S. Mar- so she has some kind of royal title. Yes, and she's married to this other guy who's like 20 years older than her. And she was considered to be, she and Kate and William are good friends. She's like the same age. Mm-hmm. Her husband's 20 years older, and she was considered the best-dressed woman at William and Kate's wedding. Ah, okay. Okay, we'll find her so there. So last weekend, uh, Ro- the story was that Rose Hanbury is getting pushed out of the group. Okay, and that story was just kind of nothing was happening except that Prince William went to Richard K or someone on behalf of Prince William and flat out denied the story. Now, what do we know about the royals? They only deny what is true. Right. Yes. So what happened is like, why did they deny it? This would have all been written out. And what is the story? 
The story is that there is an affair happening in Turnip Toffsville in the little village of Norfolk. And that what? it involves William and Rose. Oh, oh the two of the them. Marchioness. The Marchioness. The Thank you, Don. I didn't yeah, know yes, it's the she's the wife she's the wife of the Marquess. A Marquess. Is the Marchioness. <laughs> and and of course there is a royal tradition of aristocratic ladies sleeping with the future king of England. That's convenient. Isn't that? And it's gone back (laughs) centuries. Anyway, now the British papers are really, and no one is reporting anything because basically what Richard K. was told, this story is not true and we will sue anybody who writes it. Well, again, Lori, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Denial reveals the truth. I hope it's Kate having the affair with Rosa. That would make my oh, day. Oh, yeah, whoa, yeah whoa. I, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was yes. a temper tantrum, and now all the papers, no one is writing about it. But I guess it has set the the neighborhood would, is clutching the neighborhood the is the pearls, and they are talking. But that one is, and so I wonder if Dicky Arbiter needed to go out and say some stuff to try and draw attention away from. Uh, the stories that yes. aren't being written about the story that would have sort of gone away. Yeah, I I think that I you're hope, onto something. I hope Lori. our British people really appreciate, um, you know, this royal reportage this that we're doing. Journalism. Yeah, yes, it, I can listen on the podcast. Listen, that <laughs> denial was such a bad idea. They should have just not said anything. Remember, the denial fueled the fire. Never explain. Never, Never complain. complain. That's, That's right. right. Okay, listen, when we come back. I don't know which one of you two are giving us the lovely random well, thoughts. We'll, we'll both take a step. But yeah, we're we looking are. so forward to it. Ah! Uh, we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Okay. Okay, who's going first? Well. Donnie? Donald? <laughs> okay, here we go. This is happening in Australia. Okay. A study in Australia says the word cyclist dehumanizes people. Oh, for crying out How? loud. How I, is that what? possible? I will explain uh, what's happening oh, in the I'm land down that under. you're even saying that. <laughs> so the researchers, they want the word banned. They say it makes people in cars drives drive aggressively around people on bikes because they don't view cyclists as completely human. So they want it to be bicyclists? Uh, They want it to be persons on a bike. Oh, (laughs) They're fighting an uphill battle. Just settle for bicyclists. It's a true story. Yeah, It's a true story. From the land down under. Oh, dear. It's a huge problem down there. Some people are calling it a war. And we'll leave it at that. Well, I mean, you know. (laughs) Person on a bike. Okay. Go ahead, Holly. Follow okay. that. Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you that there's somebody who bought a lotto ticket in New Berlin, Wisconsin, who needs to claim this right now. A mystery winner I has that. not come forward yet. Ticket. They have 180 uh, days to do so. Seven, is this the $748 million? Yep. Is this the biggest one again now? It's one of the biggest. biggest. It's not the biggest, but the person hasn't come forward. This according to the uh, Wisconsin Lottery Director. Wow. They said, get your affairs in order. You have 180 days to claim your ticket here in Madison. So we certainly look forward to meeting you 
now this jackpot the third largest in u.s history and i think that there are like two one million dollar minnesota winners yeah i think that there's maybe one in Stillwater. yeah you bought your ticket at a holiday gas station for the love check wait a minute, wait a minute. Imagine wait a minute. i buy my gas be. at that holiday station well so. donnie did you buy a ticket darn no I okay mean, i got excited so. when i went 120 bucks on buffalo stampede at you know binions oh my gosh I was like yes. doing cartwheels in oh, the casino i get excited when i won 20 bucks on a pull tab i know i mean oh. my, the bar is low that's, is what i'm yes. saying wow, for, wow. to be really happy about that so there is somebody in wisconsin and you may be able to listen to us in new berlin i'm not sure yeah but it's a single winner now if they decide to take the lump sum cash it's still 477 million dollars how can you live on that and oh, I mean, you know, Donnie, sometimes you really got to try. And then yeah. just think of taxes and other things. Still, what is that, like $200 that's million? That's island money. That is island, island money. money. Yeah, that's island money. Go to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. It was purchased, by the way, at if you happen, well, in New Berlin at a speedway, oh. 15 miles west of Milwaukee. So it's kind of far away. Yeah. yeah. And the state law does not allow the winner to stay anonymous. That might be the thing. Maybe they watch too many Dateline NBCs yeah, and 48 Hour all, Mysteries. Yeah, they're getting everything together. Yeah, they got the weird uh, cousin Frank, who they mm-hmm. know is going to be coming after them for money. So there is still I time. Have bills. Can you help me yeah. pay? Uh, yeah, I mean. I, you know, that makes me think we should do a vintage scandal about Ed Gein. The murderer? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Why? You don't know. See, no, that's what we got to do. A story oh. about he's Wisconsin. I mean, I guess until Dahmer came along, Jeffrey Dahmer, he was Wisconsin's most famous killer. <laughs> oh, then Jeffrey Dahmer basically took that crown by yeah. being all kinds oh, of dear. heinous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry, that's a random segue. Really? No. The, well, yeah. hey, it's it's the right place to have that <laughs> yeah. thought, Lori. All right. <laughs> Staying on brand. Okay. What about you, Donnie? You got- oh, okay. I'm just throwing yeah, throw it off by Ed Gein. <laughs> I know. I Put know. it on Ed the list. Gein. People are Googling Ed Gein yeah. right and now. And another completely ridiculous story. An engineering professor from Mississippi State University says we need to stop walking up or down escalators when we're in a hurry because it really just slows everything down. She says the most efficient thing to do on an escalator is to have two people ride side by side. That would get the most people up or down the fastest. When someone starts walking, they may get up or down a little faster, but overall, it makes the whole process slower. That's trash, Donnie. That is so She's trash. She's an engineering professor. I don't care. That's trash. There are rules to an escalator. <laughs> if you want to stand on the side, the side. you stand to the right. right. And then just the like left. Car, yeah, just for the passers. <laughs> Thank you. Same with on the moving sidewalks and everything. Yes. They even put the instructions on it. Yes. Stay to the right. To the if right, you're going to yes. stand, the that, left is for passing. They have the yellow line down That's the middle right, of Donnie. the block. I've gone beep, beep more than once on one of those things, let me tell you. And that's what I left. do. I just go beep, beep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beep, beep. I figure at the airport you're really free to do that because who the heck do you know? You're free to honk. You're free to honk. No one's going to shame you about it. It's a person. It's Yeah, it's beep, beep. It's the language of the movie. Okay. Sidewalks. I'm going to try that the next time on a moving sidewalk. Like Roadrunner. Yeah. Beep, beep. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. People move. They go, you know, sometimes they jump. I've scared people with it, too. Well, yeah, you're a woman on a mission and you got to go. And then when you got the doddlers. I like to walk. I yes. you know I like to oh, get a little stretch in and try and get an you know not really like exercise but you're walking because you know you're going to be sitting exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to tell you about this story so I have a, a, a solved mystery okay of the Garfield phones. The what? The Garfield phones. Uh, the cat phone? Character? Yeah, the cat phone. Remember, those are really big in the 1980s. I do remember. And apparently, there is a town in France that since the 1980s, they have received Garfield phones washing up on the shoreline. And people have been collecting the fragments of Garfield phones for decades. A shipping container went overboard, busted up, and now it's washing up. Exactly. Uh That is exactly it, Lori. They have solved the mystery of the Garfield phones, and it is a lost shipping container. I knew it! And it was all filled with novelty Garfield phones. So this town in France, it's off the coast of Brittany. And they have been getting these Garfield phones, and they keep washing up. It's and like we, the yellow rubber ducky. Remember when that shipping container went over and there was some place that was, they were just washing up, washing up, washing up. Oh. oh my yeah, gosh. Wow. You know, the unfortunate thing is the container is inaccessible and it's not known how much of its cargo is sealed within it. So it might not just have Garfield phones. Ah. <laughs> mm. I believe the town is, oh, I can't even try to say it. It's in France. Yeah, <laughs> I can't okay. say anything in French. Sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. Now... <laughs> Yeah, you can do like how we do it here. Thank you. I essentially can be like Inspector Clouseau. That's right. That's right. Do you have a license for that minky? Please don't shame us. Please. Donnie, do you have a story? Bonjour. I'm out. Go ahead, Holly. Back to you, Holly. Okay. Comment allez-vous? Oui, oui. Would you ever give your kid a credit card, like under the age of eighteen? Don't I mean, I purse. I don't know. I can't. I got to plead the fifth. I never had any kids. I'm gonna just reach back. I married Casey, and the kids were eleven, thirteen. I know he did not uh, give them a credit card, but he did talk to them about having a small card with a small limit to of start, like 300 to start your credit. Yes. 8% yeah. of parents said they give their kids under 18 their own credit card and 21% of people said that their kids have used their own credit card yeah. without permission at least once. Yeah. 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 It's not really yeah. surprising. Yeah. I may have nicked a, a, a fin out of my mom's wallet 
once or twice. Thanks okay, for the so old today we've had slang. Dad and <laughs> yeah, Finn. Finn. I know. What, Finn. what is this, 1942? No, but I love it. Uh, Holly, you say a great old word. I was like, I gotta figure out a way to use a good old 40s word. If you're listening on the wireless today. Better than the fiver, I was gonna say. <laughs> on today's radio play, what's coming up next? For a 10 after spot. The oh, we got. Why do I pull you close and then hold again? Hey everybody, let me be your um, Siri or Alexa. That's eight letters, why don't we? I always want people to say who are the songs sometimes. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. We get emails about know, that, well, the songs that, song. that we play. Anyway, that's a good one. Okay, so imagine my delight when I, because I uh, DVR all the late night shows. Yes. And then I watch them the next morning and I, I'm really excited to see who's going to have what guests on. But I watch everybody's monologues. You know, Kimmel, Colbert, Seth Meyers is off this week. Corden is on and being, you know, he's been funny, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, Jimmy Kimmel, Matthew McConaughey, and Snoop Dogg. I think they're going to be two separate guests. They both come out together and Casey is still at home. And he's like, oh, I'll, he always loves to, as he calls them, he loves McCogney. <laughs> and he just likes to see what he's doing because he's very worried he hasn't done anything good in a long time now since he won his Oscar. Yeah, some that, truth to that. There is uh, yeah, some truth he's to done that. some advertisements for whiskey and, and he's cars. done some cars. movies that were he kind Whoa. of, you know, maybe a straight to video on demand. Kind of. So anyway, so uh, McCogney, as Casey calls him, and Snoop Dogg, they come out together and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, so these two, Snoop Dogg and Matthew McConaughey are in a movie called The Beach or just called Beach Bum. Yeah, the beach bum. Just beach bum. There is not even the. Yeah, there's the. Yeah, oh, there yeah, is? It's, uh-huh. Yeah, it's the beach bum. Oh, because yeah. it's, uh, um, okay, yeah, it was just scratched off of my thing. So the beach bum, which is, of course, it follows the misadventures of Moondog, Matthew McConaughey, a rebellious burnout who only knows how to live life by his own rules. Well, he can play this in his sleep. Yeah. Snoop Dogg plays an R&B singer who's Moondog's best friend, his name is Lingerie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. But he likes to be called Ray, short for <laughs> Lingerie. It's so yeah. funny. So let's play this, how, how they met. How, how did this all get started? You don't remember? <laughs> you remember, Snoop? No, I don't, man, and I don't want to remember. Uh, I mean, it's magic, Jimmy. You got to understand, it's either. magic, man. I think, I think certain people in life are meant for each other. I think me and Matthew were meant for each other, and it's just... I agree. It's, it's I think they do. It's like bongs and bongos came together. <laughs> one time is one equal one. Hello. All the time. And Matthew McConaughey <laughs> is wearing a huge diamond necklace of Jason, the the, the scary Jason. Yeah. Jason the Jason Voorhees. Right. The hockey mask. Yeah. It's just absolutely gigantic. From Friday the 13th. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he's trying to outbling Snoop Dogg or why Maybe he's wearing that much ice around Snoop his neck. Snoop Dogg loaned it to him. Snoop Dogg and Kimmel pretended like he didn't even have it on. It was okay. absolutely <laughs> incredible. So here's Matthew McConaughey describing The Beach Bum. How would you describe this film to others? The Beach Bum. Yeah. Huh. If you come to it with your morals on your sleeve, your arm will get burned. <laughs> um, it's 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 like great hedonism. It's like it's like an, uh, Moondog. The guy plays like a like an alcoholic who never has a hangover, and uh, he's in per- a perpetual poet who, who's never without a rhyme. Um, it is take the reins off, bring your funny bone, get ready to laugh your ass off. 
Yeah, there's at a what lot makes of, sense and what doesn't. A make lot sense. of funny stuff in the movie. You you play Moon Dog. You were supposed to play Snoop Dog, right? right. Originally right. in this movie. <laughs> right. But I changed that. I I came up with a name. I'm lingerie in the movie. <laughs> and the way I heard it, the way. <laughs> 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 just can't stop laughing. Yeah, yeah, no, the way he heard it was that, okay, he was going to be nicknamed Ray because his character says, yeah, it's short for lingerie. Yes, of course. So anyway, I mean, is that's so Matthew McConaughey, just even how he explains that part. And all right, all there's right, There's a lot of good right. people. Uh, Isla Fisher is in this, Jimmy Buffett, Martin Lawrence, Jonah Hill, Zac Efron, and... Let's hear him describe his character, Moondog. Was Moondog based on, on any of the characters in your life that you know? Yeah, Moondog was a, a big stew of a bunch of cats that I've met along the way. Like who? Moondog's a cat from a, a, like cat. a folk poet out of a Bob Dylan song. Um, a bit of a guy that I met who had done acid for the first time when he was 40 and was previously put in hospitals because he was mentally uh, not right. He said, uh, yeah, man, I finally got turned on to acid when I was 40, and it was like all the tentacles in my brain that were disconnected. They all connected, and the whole world made sense. Never went to the doctor again. <laughs> no, he used an old word. Cat. 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 Calling somebody a cat, a dude yes. cat. Sammy Davis Jr.? I know it, I know it, I know it. Okay, so let's play the last Matthew McConaughey, where he tells a funny story about the first day of filming. So the first uh, scene... That we and I shot together. I'm supposed to show up. Moondog goes to Lingerie's place. Lingerie's going to turn him on to the magic weed, right? <laughs> so I show up that night, and I know the scene, so I talked to the prop guy on the set, and I said, look, I got my prop joints, which are oregano. I talked to Snoop. I said, these are my prop joints, oregano, because I know I'm going to be pulling. He said, yeah, yeah, I got that, I got that. So all of a sudden we go, do the scene. And it's about an eight-minute take. It's a long take if you're passing a joint back and forth and you're smoking hardcore to the heels Snoop of Dog your feet. Yeah. So the scene goes on, and right after the scene, I just feel like, man, I'm not sure that was prop. And I look over, and Snoop goes, yo, Moondog, that wasn't prop weed. That was Snoop weed. Oh, I said, okay, man. I said, buckle up, because here we go. This is the first take of the night. I didn't say another word of English, really. <laughs> So funny. And then Vanity Fair has a profile that comes out today. Matthew McConaughey's beach bum look required an arsenal of thongs. How costume designer Heidi Bivens outfitted McConaughey's trippy character and tried her best to make the Oscar winner look unattractive. Who's Heidi Bivens? Who is Heidi Bivens? Uh, Heidi, I was like, I know who Heidi is. Really? Heidi had a 14-year relationship with Justin Theroux. Oh. But she's been a costume designer, and she also uh, has worked on movies. So she's done, she's done, I mean, she's worked a lot. I mean, this is her second um, Harmony Corinne film. She did his Spring Breakers. Yes. She did Jonah Hill's mid-90s movie. She's done, so she, people like working with her. She's 42 years old, but Justin Theroux, they had lived together for 14 years, and he met Jennifer Aniston right. in 2010 yes, on Wanderlust, yes. and like moved out like three months after the movie came out, and Ugh. it ended their relationship. Uh. And then you know ends up fake marrying Jennifer Aniston because those two were not really no, married. Of course not. 
Well, we would have heard about the divorce paper by now. Yes, yeah. we would have. You're right. So anyway, she, um, that's, that's, that's how we know Heidi, but she has this great write-up about how she's really getting recognized. She's 42 years old about how, how trippy she is and how great she is at costuming things. Anyway, so in this movie, The Beach Mom, she, he's like, He's from Key West. Yep. So he wears an endless array of made for dad bod two pieces, billowing <laughs> shirts and short sets and crazy yeah. patterns. And then he strips them off to reveal a slim thong. He's a oh, he's oh. a thong guy, which a lot of Key West guys are thong guys. Easy and breezy. Easy and breezy. <laughs> and so she said, Yeah, we had an arsenal of thongs, all colors. And like um, she said, even in the first fitting, he wanted to take all of the items of wardrobe because he likes to just stay in character for oh. all of shooting. He has long blonde hair. He wears fluffy bathrobes. Lots of print. I'm looking at a picture of Matthew McConaughey on the set of the movie. He's wearing it's, light blue Uggs that have sequin hearts on yeah, them it, and then crazy shorts. He's also wearing an inflatable doll on his back and he's drinking straight from the wine bottle. Yeah, and apparently this movie is super thong forward. Because oh, he's or thong backwards. Thong backwards. Apparently he wears them often. And so we get to see McCogney buns. <laughs> and apparently, Donnie, there's numerous topless women who pop up throughout. The film. Oh, well, of course. I mean, it's a movie taking place yeah. in South Florida. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah she also, <laughs> Heidi, did um, the fashion for the Spike Jones directed Kenzo ad, if you remember that from yeah. a couple years ago. So she has no. an aesthetic. She has a look. It's yeah. very indie, very hipster, very cool. I am really looking forward to this movie, I am Lori. Too. And I kind of want to go see it in the movie theater this weekend because I love these this isn't going to be one of the greatest movies of all time, yeah. but you go and you hang out with Moondog and lingerie Moondog. and I got, goodness knows what Zac Efron's character is, but he has the buzzed beard. If you remember seeing yes. pictures of Zac Efron with the bleached hair and the weird beard, yeah, that's, from that's this for this movie. movie. And apparently, yeah, Heidi said, um, you know, it was difficult to try and make him look unattractive because he's so muscular and tan. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, yeah. So they all did. All right, all right, all right. I mean, you put him in a pink robe with some ostrich feathers on the sleeves, and yeah. he's still, you know, I bet he look. He looks musky. Yeah, he looks musky in this movie. Yes, and apparently McC- Matthew McConaughey wore some of his own bracelets. Um, and a single banana earring was created by a member of the prop team <laughs> that he wears. Oh, okay. He's got a chip front tooth. Yeah, this movie does just kind of look funny. And it's she fun. ended up working with uh, Hawaii-based clothing company Jams World to pull off like all these looks and stuff. So, Oh, she did a fantastic job. Yeah. It looks really fun. I know it's been getting mixed reviews, yeah, but mixed, I feel yeah. like if you want to see this movie and you know that this is your kind of movie... You're going to totally love, love it. Love it. I know. Yeah. What it if that was some kind of homage to Gidget? Because one of the characters in Gidget was Moondoggy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You're right about that, Donnie. I mean, you're the oldest one here, so That's you what, so would, I would know. know. But there I'm pretty moon sure doggy Moondoggy. Gidget. Yeah, you're right. Just like there was, you know, the rat daddy. The guy was the leader of the motorcycle, the zipper. Eric Von Zipper. Yeah, Eric yeah. Von Zipper. That's how we started calling my dad the zipper. From the Gidget movies? Because the my beach, dad beach looks like movies. the guy. He wears the hat, the, hat, the vest. He the vest. 
yeah. the chain. Look it up, Holly. What ble- beach beach blanket bingo? Yeah, in that yeah. movie. Eric yeah. Von Zipper. Eric yeah. Von Zipper. Yeah. So that's how we ended up calling my dad the Zipper, which he loves. Which by he the way. loves, and you know he goes to Sturgis every year, and his big thing is that he wants to be eighty and in Sturgis. <laughs> which is, you know, just like three years away. That's his dream is so he can get a write up in the South the South Dakota, the Rapid City Journal. I <laughs> want that dream to happen so bad. Oh, so gosh. All right, gosh. listen, when we come back, we're gonna Hollywood speak. What does it mean when you call someone baby on Insta? So what are you trying to say? Is the meaning of this. All right, kids. Channing Tatum wished his girlfriend Jesse J happy birthday on Instagram and said, Happy birthday, baby. Can he say that to me if My I ask nice enough? <laughs> My birthday's in December, no. Channing. Reach out. So these guys. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6 1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Are starting to get a little PDA ish. We saw them walking in London mm, and doing a little ins- back and yeah. forth. I find them to be the strangest couple. Why? Me too. I do. I don't know why. I just do Chanum yeah. and Jesse J. I don't know. Ooh. They just. It's hard to put your put the right words to it where it's just surprising. Yeah, like hey. I feel like she would think he's. Okay, well, he is beautiful. He is Magic Mike. I guess I can't see any reason why I she mean, would. We saw him yeah. dance to Pony. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, even if this relationship anyway, doesn't he's, last, he's crazy about her, and which that's adorable. Yeah, that is. Have so, fun. baby, when you call somebody in baby on Instagram, that's that means that you're Instagram official. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Chicago police want to build Jesse Smollett a hundred and thirty thousand dollars for the cost of their. Uh, investigation the city of chicago will be sending mr smollett a bill for 130,000 said the police department spokesperson from a 30,000 foot view the bill will include the hours overtime the financial costs and the resources that were used do you think that he would actually give them money for this bill? No. Yeah, you can send a bill. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, do they Why think that they the are going to get Chicago money? Why is the city of Chicago riding and dying so hard on this? That's a really good question, Lori. Yeah. A legitimate question. Is it because they look like fools for the way that they investigated it, then blabbed all about it in the media, and then patted themselves on the back. And did I, their, I, I mean, to Maybe. me... It could be very well that, but, you know, there is something to this that seems a little PR stunty, like we're going to bill him. But it's such a weird... It's like, like, 
I don't know. I, I'm just wondering, what are they hiding? They have so many more problems in Chicago. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Lori. I'm wondering what anybody is hiding. I, you know, the I was, people who live in Chicago must be furious about this. Well, yes, because you know, it's because like because there's we, real crime that's being happened and real things, murders and stuff like that that are happening and drive-bys and gang stuff. Like, okay, and why wouldn't they focus like more? On that, or right, and perhaps, and that you're doing maybe this just for the optics yeah. of yeah, it all because it's so high profile. Because it is high profile, yeah. you're right. Yeah. All right, yeah. um, let's see. Here's what Wendy Williams said this morning when she was uh, uh, spotted by TMZ paparazzi going on her way to her car. They asked her how she was feeling. She said, "I feel wonderful. I just came from Pilates." Oh. See, never complain, never explain. Oh. Two hours later, the show producers say Wendy's going off on a planned hiatus in a week. But this was already planned, remember? That's right, back in last fall. Back yeah. last fall, well, this was already I happening. mean, they have to say that, but I wouldn't, I mean, there's something there, there. And I think Wendy might be tired of coming, because I saw her again today. She is putting on a show and giving no sign that anything is wrong. The ring is on. She looks clear-eyed and bushy-tailed. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, I don't know, maybe she's making her break. That could very well be. Yeah, because the, well, because he's an executive producer. He's there every day. That's what I was going to say, Lori, that she physically needs to find a space to get away from him. And it's not on the set of the show. That's right. Yeah. All right. So maybe that's what there's, that's what's going to happen. Okay. Kate Beckinsale is back to business on Instagram after deleting all of her posts. Oh, thank goodness. We can rest well tonight. She did that LA times interview where, um, it was to promote the widow because that's been a huge hit for Amazon. I don't know. They must have, or Netflix. They've got the numbers and that did very, very well. And so she did, um, a in-depth interview and I read the whole thing and um, she really was, even though I think maybe someone planted the seed with her, like going out with, you know, Pete Davids, cause they just met a party and they, well, they met cute flirted and maybe they had like some, the golden Globes? Yes, yes, maybe they had like a really great yeah. 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. smooch, you know, down in a, in one of the little secluded areas off of the shrubbery, off of the right. Beverly Hilton Hotel, and they yeah, realized, oh, they, it was sparky magic. Yeah, they had a hot smooch, got some in and out afterwards, yeah. and we're like, hey, maybe I'll see you next and week. And by that, I'll you mean burger, town. not anything else, not their hot in and out. Oh, Come on, Aldi. Lori, Lori. <laughs> well, I guess I did set you, you up did there. You did set it up. Oh, my gosh, I, I had so to speak the Holly. <laughs> I mean, how much longer is this going to last? Not very. It doesn't matter, but she was having fun. Yes, It doesn't matter. She's having fun and she's back to business. Okay, us weekly That Instagram photo is... Oh, yeah, you like that? Yeah, she's wearing the pantsuit and the hair, and she says... That that? come hither look, yes. Yeah, okay, we did post that. Okay, (laughs) good. Uh, Us weekly editor-in-chief out after six months. Alexis Chu came from In Touch... Oh, and that, when that AMI journalism, yeah, got uh, Us Weekly, they just gave her that job and ousted the other Us Weekly. That's what happened. Well, because they the didn't, regular yeah. editor at Us Weekly, when AMI bought them, they booted them. Yep. The in touch lady, you're going to be over all the things not working out. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah well, you know, well, honestly, why did you, Jan Warner, sell it? Well, you know, right. I but was, it's done to. 
you really have to dig to find the truth on some of these stories now. Well, I was going to say that Us Weekly is like, in, I mean, they're I rarely source stories from Us Weekly mm-hmm. or when you do source stories from there. It's the, the, the preface that you put. Before any of the stories that are sourced from AMI, it's Us Weekly. It's Us Weekly. Us Weekly yeah. is reporting. Radar Online yeah. is reporting. You have well, to put the that same. in front of it. But yes, exactly. They have a radar is more um, uh, salacious, salacious. I would with say, their you know, and, and the National Enquirer is basically like like old school celebrities yeah. at this point. Yeah. It's like what happened to Elizabeth Taylor or whatever. And yeah. So they cover they that They always say of Death Watch. They've been having yes. it for Priscilla. That's what they like to do. <laughs> no, they do. It's true, oh, though. It's really true. Yeah. Okay, Bethany uh, Franco and Jason Hoppy, Hoppy's level of conflict made their therapist quit. No. I've had enough. The expert parent coordinator who's been in business for 15 years said he's only quit twice in his career he testified before a manhattan judge he said i was able to get through to the mother to some degree but i didn't feel i was able to get through to the father Mm. so um yeah i mean this is this is he counseled those two in 2014 and 2015 it's now 2019 and they're still going to court he had to go to court Wow. Or did he regret? I bet taking that job. So are I just they're wanna... in the they're in their child custody battle. Okay. It's their it's like they're in hearings or whatever, and they are officially divorced. Yes, yes, yes. But they are um, fighting over you but know the custody of the daughter. They're going to keep everything. fighting over custody until she's a legal adult. Yeah, it seems like this at this rate. point, at this yeah. rate, yeah. yeah. I mean, that has to be really, really disruptive to everybody's life. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, it's like it's the petty, 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 yeah. petty stuff Man. between the two of them. Also, Bethany Frankel uh, later um, or earlier in a court hearing, she testified that he harassed her during FaceTime calls with daughter while admitting she threw water on him. Uh, because they were, this was the year that they lived in two separate ends of the same big apartment. Yeah, I remember yes. that. <laughs> Why people do that, I, just, I have I just, no just idea. Move out. Yeah. Someone move Somebody, out. Yeah. Sublet something. I don't know. Get but a they, room. You know, I think Bethany, I don't know if she had a prenup with him. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I can't quite remember. So this is the point of contention. Maybe we have to look and see Uh, if they had a prenup. I have no idea. Even if they didn't have a prenup at this point, if you're Bethany, wouldn't you just want to write a check, get it over with, and then just, you know, figure out but, something but kind of custody. The custody. Yeah, they something. each have 50-50 custody, yeah. so there isn't writing a check. Yeah. He's not for sale as a father that way. But That's true. I'm really surprised because, wait, we all thought he was such a great guy. I remember when she oh. fell. Although, you know, maybe we should have worried when she peed in the um, bucket on, on a wedding day on camera. Okay. We should have been worried about that marriage. The prophecy. Yeah, the prophecy of that. <laughs> All right, let's say when we come back, we got uh, J-Lo tickets next hour uh, at the Excel to give away. Guess the celebrity voice. And we got some Hollywood news and, of course, the Dirt Alert.